welcome to Naked Accounting. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. So, Magna, how was uh, your first time? Hmm, I don't know if we should be talking about my first time on our podcast, Leon. I, 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 before you go any further, I'm talking about <laughs> your first time on stage. I, I, nothing else. That's for your other podcasts. <laughs> strictly salsa dance related okay so well thank yeah. you for clarifying because with you i just never know where the conversation is going yeah well you know now we're talking about performances ladies and gentlemen performances with mostly clothes on because uh i've seen some of your performances magna oh silence you <laughs> i've seen some of your performances too not on stage though easy but maybe tiger, at a pool party tiger. Hey. <laughs> that's, another, that's another topic. I got to think of mine because I, I feel like I can't remember it, but why don't you tell me about yours? Mine was my first ever salsa performance was at a place called the Royal Albert Hall. And it was... Um, Isn't Princess the Royal Diana. Albert some kind of piercing? A Royal... Uh, well, I, I think I know what you're talking about and I don't want to talk a- about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's a Prince Albert. No, I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah, no, let's let's move on. The Royal okay. Albert Hall. <laughs> now, you're gonna get everybody googling now. Uh, what's a Prince Albert? <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! No, no, no! Don't tell them. Let them Google it. Okay. Let them Google it. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep yeah. the mystery. So uh, it was at the Royal Albert Hall. It's one of the most uh, prestigious venues in actually in the UK. And it holds like thousands of people and um it was princess diana just died and it was like one of a, a, a benefit for her so you had like the royal ballet uh company performing you had like this big flamenco company performing you had um river dance you had a lot of different people and you had a salsa section and we were doing the salsa section and that was my first ever performance wow they stayed, there was, they were up to, you know, a couple of years back, they were still selling the DVDs and videos. Well, it, first of all, it was videos of that show. It was, it was terrible for me. <laughs> Did you perform with a, a group or on uh, with a partner? I performed with a group. It's actually the guy, um, a guy called Richard Marcel, who choreograph, choreographs a lot of different films and Strictly Come Dancing, you know, like Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It's called Strictly Come Dancing in the UK. He does a lot of different things. He's, he's quite big in the business. And he was uh, choreographing this and I just kind of got started. And that and I was so excited. My first ever performance, I was already had a, a decent level in salsa. My first ever performance was going to be at the Royal Albert Hall. And I was just overly hyped. The whole day, I was just overly hyped. We got there. It was in the dressing room. Big famous dancers all around the place, and they were give, there was free food and free drinks and stuff like that. Soft drinks, behave yourself. And I just I just overdosed on Red Bull. I just kept drinking Red Bull. I think I dr- drank about um, four of them before I went on. Oh and my god! Yeah, I was just so hyped. I was running around, jumping up and down like an idiot. And like just as we were going onto the stage. Um, there's a, there was like a big famous actor, I think it was Nigel Havers and, um, I think it was Nigel Havers and Gloria Hunniford. You can go and check those names up on Google. But, um, he said to us, you know, he was wishing us good luck as we was going on. And he said to me, good luck. And I had a blank. It was just as I was stepping out onto the stage, I had a complete blank. 
and oh, I went up on stage and I had no clue what I was doing for the first couple of seconds. And I just had like a, a, you know, muscle memory. I went to do a move and my partner held me. She stopped me from doing it because I was like a, a bar or two bars early. And then it, I, it happened. We did the routine. But the whole time I did the routine, my face, my mouth was twisted to the side. My eyes were wide open. I was not there. And that's wow. why I refuse to drink Red Bull. I don't allow any of my dancers to drink Red Bull before they go on. I've got this big thing about it. I don't, I mean, I don't touch Red Bull in general because I'm generally too hyper to begin with and I don't need any type of caffeine enhancement at all. That would probably drive me nuts as well. I, I, I think I kind of remember when my first was. The first, first time was some kind of demo at some outdoor event. Um, and it was with Giovanni and Jennifer from Canada when I lived in Toronto still. And I can't remember if we were dancing on grass. <laughs> I know we weren't doing anything complicated, but I can't remember if we were dancing on grass. It was just really weird. And then my first time actually doing like a, a stage, a proper stage, I want to say was the first Canada Congress back in 2003. And it was with uh, Mambo Tribe, with Mark's uh, old group. That was actually a lot of fun, though, because I feel like we knew everybody. You know, all the people um, yeah. in the audience, they were like all Toronto dancers. And we've all gone out to, you know, local events and seen each other do demos or, or birthday dances or, or small little freestyle stuff and competitions and things like that. So it just felt like a very comfortable environment to be in. Yeah, that's a nice first performance. It's completely different than mine. I'm sitting in front of the royal family <laughs> and being broadcast live on TV. It was oh, it was crazy. It's a crazy experience. But I don't to tell you the truth, I don't know if it was a red ball that messed me up or I just had a blank, you know. I don't that doesn't happen to me much. But since then that scared the hell out of me. Like I have these crazy rituals now. Like, it kind of calmed down, but it started again. I had this thing where my hands feel really sweaty. So mm -hmm. I get like a, a, a cloth or tissue or something, and I just grind my hands to the point where they're, they're red raw, and I'm rubbing them on the sides of the walls. I'm finding any rough surface. Like, I remember one time I did it so much that I was in so much pain during the performance because my, my hands were raw. See, for you, I think that's obviously very important because you're dancing, you're doing partner work. For me, yeah. with all the solo stuff, one of my biggest things is just before I go on stage, for some reason, I always have to use the bathroom. Like, I have to pee. And then yeah, I'll go to the everybody. bathroom and... Like, everybody has that same feeling. If you, can get if you can get over that. Yo, but let me tell you, okay? There was one time that I didn't go to the bathroom because I was performing with Z in Nepal. And... I the bathroom was like far. We were outside on a balcony to go inside to the the performing um, the not even the stage, just the dance floor, which was uh, half stage at that time. But the the bathroom was like you had to go out, exit through that room, go down some stairs. It was in a in a hotel, right? And I was like, I'm just never gonna make it. I mean, we're two shows away from us performing. I'm like, I have to pee right now. I'm like, I'm never gonna make it. And I was thinking, you know what, Magna? Every time you think you have to pee, you don't have to pee, right? This time I really had to pee. Like the entire performance was so nerve wracking. I just could feel like when there's moments where I have to do a sharp stop and contract, I was like, I'm going to contract. I'm going to push and squeeze my bladder and 
some pee is going to come out and it's going to and then the floor was slightly slanted and I was like oh my god I'm I could just I, I was just imagining the worst thing I was like it's going to go down my leg and it's going to drip and it's going to oh, go down and Jesus hit the people Christ. in the front of the stage. You're just taking the podcast to a whole new lower <laughs> level. <laughs> Dude, it was it was really nerve-wracking. So now every time I have to perform, I always make sure Five shows before me, I'm like, go to the bathroom. Whether you have to pee or not, just go to the bathroom. Get it out of your head. <laughs> so those of you that are thinking about going on to perform soon or sooner or later, whenever, uh, you know, make sure you not only pee, go, 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 go to full hug, do everything. You never know. Yeah, but okay. So speaking about the other stuff, like be mindful of what you eat. One of the reasons when I'm not performing, I can really enjoy a weekend at an uh you know, some random place, especially somewhere that's exotic that has like different foods and stuff because I can eat whatever I want. But if I have a show that night, I'm so mindful of like my breakfast, my lunch, like how how late I eat, you know, before my show. There's like, I need a few hours just to make sure everything digests properly. Because I, yeah, I've made that mistake too, just eating and, and drinking wine at dinner and then being like, oh crap, I have to perform. I'm like, oh, I feel so bloated. Yeah, that's uh, that's one thing I I don't want to ever experience myself or my partner. That'd probably mm, be the mm. worst thing: doing some kind of lift and getting a spray in the nose or in the eyes. Ew! <laughs> you're telling me I took this to another level? Come on, man! You're right in the gutter. So, talking of first performances, like recently, I did a I've, I've got a student team, and called Panam Project S. Put that in your subconscious. And um, we they, they did a, their first performance. I performed with them. I uh, wasn't supposed to, but uh, one of the guys couldn't make it to the performance, so I jumped in and I performed with them. And there's one thing I always say to all, all my teams that I've ever been in. Um, it's something that I heard uh, Gordon Neal say years ago. And I don't remember word for word, but I always remember the, the, um, the outline of it. And it was like... If you don't know, go and check out who Gordon Neal is. Back in the days, he was one of the best. Very creative. Very, very creative. Yeah. So he was like, we were performing in Boston. And it was like a, a performance with Shaka Brown and a couple of other the stars at the time. And we were just about to go on stage. We just put this choreography together in like an hour or so. And just about Yo, are you to go talking stage, about The Hustler? No, not that one. It was the one before. Oh, okay, I did okay. some partner work okay, in this okay. one. And uh, he said, uh, yeah, I don't know about you guys. I'm going out there to, to to show everybody up or to look better than everybody else. And I thought, this this guy's an ass. But you know what? That was the best thing he could have said to me. The best thing he said to anybody and everybody in that who performed that night. Because you know someone's going out there to look good. So you've got to look good as well. So it kind of pushes you up. And you keep going up into a level, you keep pushing each other. Somebody else does something, you've got to go one step further. And that brings out the performance. That brings out the yeah. real thing that we want to see. And I always tell my students about that. Go out there and, you know, you know the choreography. But you got to make sure you look better than everybody else. Right. That's excellent. That's an excellent tip. So for everybody out there, don't overdose on Red Bull. If you do, make sure you use the bathroom first. For all, uh, for every which way you can. <laughs> and make sure you go out there and look your best because that is what everybody else is trying to do as well. Exactly. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, please don't forget. Tell your friends, your family, your neighbours, your enemies, anybody that will listen to you talk <laughs> your about Naked and Counting, the podcast with Magna Copal and Leon Rose. And you know what? If you're a, actually, here's one thing. If you're a Jehovah's Witness and you do practice knocking on people's doors, please, while you're giving them the good news, tell them about our good news about our podcast. I don't know. Does that work? Yeah, yeah. I totally think it does. I think they should lead with that. Might be easier to get through the door. Yes, 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 yes. There you go. Like, hi, we're here to talk to you about a podcast. And then when you come in, they're like, and actually, we'd also like to tell you about. <laughs> Good news, people. <laughs> On that note, we will catch you in the next episode. I've got to go and take a shower. You do indeed. <laughs> Bye, guys. Ciao.